Yes. Okay. Hello again and welcome to the Halihewa podcast with your host Abigail Chima. This is day two at the Africa Climate Summit and I have the pleasure of hosting Dr. Sheila. Dr. Sheila, welcome. Thank you. Please Thank you very much. yourself and tell us what you do. Yes, so my name is Sheila Operata and I'm the director of the Energy International Network on Gender Sustainable Energy and it's a pleasure to be on your podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you. Lovely to have you. Um, so we were just having a conversation about gender and energy and what that looks like. So please share with, your, with our audience uh, what the conversation on energy is, especially when it comes to women. Yeah, so maybe let me start with what gender is, at least from our perspective. Gender is really giving equal opportunities to everybody, but particularly equal opportunities to both men and women to benefit uh, from uh, from different resources and uh, um, uh, different interventions that we have. So I think that's. I just wanted to start start up front with that. Mm-hmm. When you look at uh, when we think about energy, particularly in the climate talk context, a lot of what we hear is, of course. Uh, the consumption and production of energy is one of the main causes of uh, climate change because it produces uh, CO2 and carbon. So what we want to do is we want to transition to much cleaner energy, what we're calling renewable energy. Mm-hmm. So the transition to renewable energy is really upfront. And low-hanging fruits, we've got uh, limited time to do that. We want to make sure we keep to the 1.5. So we're going to produce large-scale uh, renewable energy projects, whether it's wind farms, uh, hydro, uh, solar. And all that is well and good. It doesn't have a problem with that. But one of the biggest challenges we have is that starts from the assumption that you have energy. The majority of people in this world who do not have access to energy uh, are living on this continent. 80% of them are living on this continent. And most of those, uh, most of those people are women. Uh, women living in uh, remote, rural, peri communities in low-income areas. So when you look around this conference, do you see them here? Are the issues being uh, represented? Debatable. Debatable. (laughs) Debatable. So that's one of our issues, that you really need to, when we're having these conversations, we really need to include the ones that are most affected. Uh, When we, for instance, we're talking about financing here, it's a big issue. Fully agree that, you know, Africa needs to get the finance that was promised to them. But how is that finance going to be distributed? Is it really going to go to the people who deserve it, in my respect, deserve it more? Or is it going to go to, uh, which is also important, because I'm not saying economic economic growth for Africa is not important, but it needs to level the playing field. We can't have the billions and the trillions going to economic growth, and it doesn't trickle down to uh, local poor communities, in particular women. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, I would like to know, how much of the money that we're getting for the climate uh, finance or from the carbon credits that we're talking, how much is this going to go to smallholder farmers? 80% of the food produced on this continent is by women smallholder farmers. How much is going to go to them so that they can, to get the renewable energy technology that will allow them to adapt to the climate change, allow them to adapt if they're having water shortages, build resilient businesses. So that's one of the things that we're saying. Uh, that's one of the issues that we have. Yeah. Another thing that is really interesting is when we're talking about the transition, the International Renewable Energy Agency has talked about how this energy transition is going to create jobs for young women like yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> and young people from yourself. Mm-hmm. It's going to create those jobs. Yeah. Currently, the best scenario is in the renewable energy sector is one third 
of uh, jobs held in the renewable energy sector by women, which is very minimal. And most of them are administrative. So your secretaries, etc. Very important jobs, but they're not the jobs where that are really going to make a difference when you say you're empowering, when you're trying to empower women. So what we're saying is that, again, in these conversations and when we're discussing that, is it really being articulated that we're going to have targets that are going to say 50% of all jobs coming out of the renewable energy, uh, the energy transition are going to go to women. Mm -hmm. So that's another, that's another big issue. Our policies, that our policies need to, you know, and this is what I expect from this. I'm hoping that at this Africa summit, first of its kind, we're really articulating our issues. Let it have very strong language on gender equality and women's empowerment. Let our African leaders be champions of this. When we're talking about an energy transition, it needs to be just, it needs to be inclusive, and it needs to leave no one behind. That means that women need to be included in it. And in fact, I'm even saying women need to be included. We're already there. So we just want to occupy the space that is ours. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so. And I feel like you've answered most of the questions I wanted to ask you. <laughs> yeah. But I'd ask, what is your ideal situation? Because you've talked about... Uh, the issue of inclusion and gender mainstreaming, of course, in this conversation. Then you asked me, are you seeing the women? Are they included? And they yeah. said, debatable. So in what would, you, what, what would be your ideal situation, of course, in this particular summit? And even as we head to COP28, what would you want to see done differently in terms of having women in these conversations? Because like you said, they're the custodians of most of the exactly. issues that you're talking exactly. about. So I would like, first of all, I would like to see women's agenda being up in front. So them having a seat at the decision-making table. Uh, uh, so that's the first thing. And then recognizing that women are not the same. Grassroots women, I'd really like to see grassroots women being here, holding a conversation, then being involved in what is it you would like and being involved in the negotiations, that's one. Mm -hmm. Secondly, I'd very much like to see within the outcome document that when we talk about what is it that Africa wants from it, we want climate change to result in financing for us, mm -hmm. to adapt, uh, to mitigate and to be resilient, that some of that financing has got a target, a gender target. So much percent of it, 50% or 60% is going to go to our gender equality and women empowerment issues for our climate actions. That's another thing. I'd like to see that um, um, uh, when we are creating jobs that are going to come out of any transition, that those jobs are also being targeted and going to women. I'd like to see uh, our policies and our programs having very firm and clear statements about our gender equality and women's empowerment objectives. Mm -hmm. And as we wrap up, um, what is your thoughts on the fact that Africa is finally coming together without external influence? Or debatable there debate or, or not <laughs> but at least coming together as Africans to just discuss issues that are pertinent to the continent what are your thoughts on this particular summit and do you feel there's hope with regards to us going into COP28 with one voice so shall I just give you an example yes when I was trying to get my badge uh, there was that was yesterday mm -hmm. I was on the line at around I think nine o'clock mm -hmm. I only got my badge at 12 and behind me, there were a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And these were mainly people coming from civil society. So I was trying to get into the conversation, but I was not allowed. I came uh, this morning. I was here at uh, 6 o'clock because I was supposed to be in a session. At 7 o'clock, I was not able to get in. I didn't have the right badge. Mm -hmm. So I think, uh, I really think this is, for me, this was a pivotal moment to bring the whole African community to come to the session to have that conversation. <laughs> But I, <laughs> yeah, but 
but I'm not sure that we have really represented all of us. I know that, uh, you know, I come from, for instance, I'm living in, uh, I live, I came from Zambia to here. My expectation was that, my expectations were that our Kenyan brothers and sisters, our, our, our Kenyan brothers and sisters would be here in numbers, because not just representing Kenya, but representing Africa. But what we find is that I think you've had challenges getting accreditation. So if you're doing it here, who is the, you're the majority. I was expecting to see the whole of Kenya here representing us in all our forms, our indigenous people, our women, our local businesses, all to be here. But unfortunately, they're not. So bringing us here, I think the, uh, the idea was excellent, but whether we have actually managed to do it, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm a bit pessimistic about that. Yeah, no, and I completely agree with you. Uh, there's definitely been very many issues in regards to access most of the people. There's actually someone who called me yesterday complaining that they've traveled from a different part of the country coming yeah. to this summit. Exactly trying to see if I can help, but I really couldn't. And I feel like we have completely missed the point with regards to bringing everyone together. But you know, we try. We try. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, there was the, I believe there was the People's Summit and the People's March. So that was another place where we could convene. So hopefully we're going to bring the two. Mm -hmm. And I have great faith. You know, Kenya is a trailblazer, in, particularly in the energy sector, a trailblazer in many areas. So I'm sure that they're going to do something to to bring it together. And when we go to COP28, let us represent all our issues. Great. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. So lovely having you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs>